0: Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey here, and. I want to tell you something. It's easy to be a millionaire who is divorced and unhealthy. Yeah, kind of a weird one today. But I think this is important for you to consider. It really isn't hard to be a millionaire. It's it's not. All you got to do is figure out how other people became millionaires and then put in the time and effort and outwork the competition. And you can probably do it. A lot of people who do that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, give up a ton along the way. If they're married, they may give up their relationship with their partner and really be married to their work. Maybe they have kids. Maybe they're not available for their kids, for their kids' special events, for birthdays, for holidays. Right? These entrepreneurs can build a lifestyle where all they're doing is in service of the money but not in service of themselves or like kind of a higher living of of something bigger than just money. Because ultimately, when we die, if we die with money in our pockets, we can't use it, right? You can't spend it when you're gone. So what should you be doing? And here's just something I'm just offering for you to try on. The first thing that you should do or that you should consider doing is just create value. Create value is really important. How do you create value in the world? Personally, I really dislike day traders. I don't like the vibe of a day trader. What a day trader is trying to do is they're just trying to scalp the market. They're trying to grab a stock, buy it at one level, and then wait a little while and sell it at another level and arbitrage it, you know, and and, and take that um, hopeful profit. They're not creating any value. They're just kind of grabbing it out of the market. Eh, not not I don't know it's not great they're not there to like actually move things forward successful day traders you know they're, they're just not creating value in the world builders build builders create value fractional CMOs leverage companies to create more value in the world if you look at the global equation of if I create a lot of value can I take a little piece of that value and put it in my pocket the answer is Yes, right? Like that's what we can do as a fractional chief marketing officer. That's what you can also do as a business owner. Now the business owner, I think, has a lot more risk than the fractional chief marketing officer, but that's a different story. The creation of value is really important. That's how you can kind of be on track to be a millionaire if that's your if that's your goal. You then need to get paid for your value creation. How do you get paid for your value creation? Well, one way that you can do that is to get rid of any middlemen that are kind of in between you and the check, or in between you and the problem, you and the client. For example, if you're working in a marketing agency, and you've got someone else in the agency, like the owner, who takes a percentage out of everything that you bring in, well, if you just remove that person from the equation, then you capture the whole value that you create, right? To get paid for your value creation, you gotta get deep in a niche. I did another podcast episode about niches. You should listen to it. The riches are in the niches. It totally makes sense if you consider that your ability to create outsized benefits in a niche increases the longer you spend in that niche. What I mean by that is if you work for a company that's in a certain niche and you create a great solution for them, and then you go work with another company that's not competitive to them but in the niche, right? They might be in a different geography or serve a different type of client – and you support that company, and then another one, then another one, you find that you get better and faster at producing results for the clients, which creates more value. And also it reduces all of that context switching that you're gonna have in your mind which can be kind of a time suck, right? Kind of a brain suck to go from like, oh, I'm going to help this client in health and fitness. Oh, I'm going to go help this client in SaaS. Oh, I'm going to go help this client in legal. Oh, I'm going to go help this client in, um, you know, direct-to-consumer high-volume e-commerce. Whatever it is, when you do that high-context switching, I'm sure you can do it because you're a smart person, but it's a lot of unnecessary effort. You know, think again. Let's say uh, um, you've got uh, cancer, who do you go to a general doctor or to the best doctor for that type of cancer, right? You want the specialist. So specializing as a fractional CMO into a niche really helpful for increasing the value that you create from that. You can build a name for yourself. You can build notoriety. You can become known again. This is a blue ocean. We're looking at a blue ocean for fractional CMOs. If you Google right now, fractional CMO for X niche, there's probably not many people listed there, if there are even any. So you can create value, and you can build a name for yourself, and you can create even more value by staying in a niche. Ugh, it's, it That's exciting. So that's kind of how you're on track to be successful. You also got to take pride in your work. That's the third thing here. Taking pride in your work, I think, is important. Some people work, and they're like, ah, it's whatever, but... I find the that people that are, that are the most successful are those that take pride in their work. They take pride in the effort they put into stuff. They really care. At the end of the day, that you are your word. Right? You're only as good as your word. If you've been through a program like Landmark Forum, you know the, the importance of your word. If you say you're gonna do something, you're going to do it. You become known as the person who actually does stuff, not just the person who says they're gonna do stuff. What you do in anything, you do in everything. Remember when I first heard that, it really frustrated me. I thought it was just like kind of a dig at me, right? Like, oh, Casey, you know, you screwed this up. That means you were a total screw-up. But it was interesting. Once I really took that to heart and started putting in systems in my life so that I could be excellent in my work as a fractional CMO, and then what I found was that I got better at my personal life. I got better at my relationship with my wife. Right? All these things really work together. When you have systems and processes and you're not overloaded. You can be more predictable, drive more value, build a name for yourself, create more value, capture more value, become financially successful. I was listening to um, David Allen's Getting Things Done. It's been a couple years since I listened to it, and I thought it was time to, to check it out again. And he said something that I really liked in like the first chapter or two. He said, weeding my garden is work. Doing taxes is work. I don't differentiate between weeding my garden and taxes as far as work. You're going to do both of them to a level of, you know, work product that that they need to be. I just like that distinction. I think before, you know, I have gotten caught up in like, well, there's the housework and then there's like the business work. But no, work's work. And you have to use energy to do that work. It's not like you can put in half the energy because it still takes time. Another way to be successful here is to create boundaries to win. So what are some boundaries? You got some boundaries with your clients, like when can they communicate with you? How do they communicate with you? Meaning, can they call you and text you at all hours? Are you only available during set times? How do you stay healthy? What's your boundary around that? What's your boundary around family time? When I see someone who is kind of at an early stage of being a fractional CMO, and they've got a client or two, oftentimes they're unboundaried, and they're willing to do whatever the client asks at whatever time, because, oh my God, if I lose the client, I'm screwed. Now I get it, like, we got to do some crazy stuff in life when money's super tight. Yeah, sure, I've been there, maybe you've been there too. Totally empathize with that position, but you can't stay there forever, and really staying in that position for any length of time kind of perpetuates it. It's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy because the kind of clients that you attract are those that want someone with complete coverage all the time who was willing to do whatever it takes, even on, you know, New Year's Eve, even on Christmas day, even on Passover, like whatever it is, they expect you to be there because you're the kind of person that does that personally. Whew, I need to have some boundaries, not just, to be with my family i mean that's that's a big part of it but also like i just need boundaries in my life so that i'm just like not always working i am not a conduit for work right like i'm a human that has facets i have hobbies i have interests i also have a desire to sometimes just do nothing and not feel any pressure from work i'm sure you're like that too right as a fractional CMO, you have this opportunity to create boundaries that allow you to be successful. You can go unearth those passion projects that you have, your hobbies. You can get back to the stuff that you really love and also take pride in your work and create value and capture that value as a fractional CMO and like have this really great life. I also think it's helpful if you get energy from your work. you got to figure out what in your work as a fractional CMO gives you energy, and then commit yourself for the rest of your life to be in that place as much as possible. This is a life hack. What brings you joy? The New York Times did a video on a guy uh, out in California, and he was formerly uh, a surgeon. I can't really really remember what kind of surgeon he was. Um, but he started to lose his eyesight or maybe he lost his ability to like hold his hand still, some kind of medical condition. And what he decided to do was just downsize everything and go back to the joy. And for him, it's rollerblading. And you can look up New York Times rollerblading guy, like Venice Beach on Google and go watch the video on it to be on YouTube. And this guy is just like back to the place of just joy for him. Now that's a pretty serious example here but I think you can find ways to bring joy back into your life and put yourself in a place where you can experience more joy. I think there's a lesson in enjoying the hard work and enjoying the easy work and enjoying the good days and the bad days. Right? I, I think there's probably a, a good lesson there as a fractional CMO. But also, if you can control your environment, why wouldn't you put yourself in places where you're phenomenally effective, where you're appreciated for the work that you do? where you create outsized returns for your clients. Like, why wouldn't you just be there? For example, I hate data collection. I'm pretty good at looking over like a Google Dash, uh, like a Google Data Studio dashboard, or a Google Sheet with a bunch of data on it and kind of pulling together trends. Like, I'm good at that. I don't like pulling that data together, though. Ooh, no thank you. I'll do it once, maybe. But I want someone else to do that. As a fractional CMO, you can put yourself in a position where you do the things that you're great at that have leverage, that bring you joy, and you can get other people to do the other stuff. This is the ultimate hack of the role. You're the leader. So where can you deliver the most value? I love helping others. Just a personal thing, right? Just feels good to me. Just one of the things I like doing. So I want to be in a position where I'm helping others. And also, eh, I kind of want to hear that I'm helping others too. I want to know, I want that feedback that I'm actually helping someone. So when you have a direct report come to you and say, hey, first three months here have been unbelievable. I've learned more in the first three months than the last three years at my last job. Thank you so much for all the help. Boom, brings me a lot of joy. Makes me feel like I'm making an impact. Does that matter to you? Well, then you should get into companies that have a direct report style where you can create those kind of outcomes for people. You know, I, I'm always thinking like, who's on my zombie apocalypse team, right? We have a nuclear winner and we need to like build this, you know, robust team. Well, there's people that I've been working with that would absolutely be on that team. I've helped them grow. We work really well together. They appreciate my level of leadership. Boom. Those are the people on my team. It just There's just like a sense of kind of when I start working, I'm kind of hanging out with people that I really enjoy working with. It's, it's just different, right? Also, I love doing impossible things. Now, impossible is like at the start of the quarter, you're like, there's no way we're going to be able to do that. Or the start of the year, you're like, all right, by the end of the year, we got to do this thing. And I don't know how we're going to do it. But every single quarter, every single sprint, every single day, you chip away a little bit at it. And by the end of that year, you've accomplished the target. And maybe you did it in nine months. And you learn so much along the way. I love that. So I want to work with visionary CEOs that are doing cool stuff. Do you as well? You can find clients like that. Maybe you're in a life stage where you're taking care of an ailing parent or an ailing spouse. Or you just want to make like good money and not have to, you know dig deep with individuals and that kind of stuff. There's certainly clients like that. You can find clients like that. They might be a little harder to find, but they certainly exist in the market, especially in like um, more kind of typical old school businesses like manufacturing. You can find yourself in like a manufacturing business as the CMO, not very fast moving. You can deliver some great value and things are fine. Um, And you don't have to get all these buttons pressed. You don't have to, you know, have all this joy in work. But you certainly can and you can optimize for it the growth of the team that you're working with might also be something that's really exciting for you. So you have, absolutely, you have the opportunity to become very successful as a fractional CMO. I just encourage you to consider what the success is beyond just the money. If you work on Mondays, and if you're a fractional CMO, you don't have to work on Mondays, but let's say you work on Mondays. I choose to, um, You work with your teams. Do you want to loathe and have Sunday scaries? Do you want to loathe on Sunday that you have to go back to work on Monday? Ugh, I got to do these calls. Or do you want to be like, all right, back in the game, right? Do you think professional sports players, I don't follow sports, so this might be a bad analogy, but like, do you think professional sports players like bemoan going to the big game? I wouldn't think so. I think they find joy in it. I think they're excited about it. I think it really is part of their DNA and they want to achieve whatever they're set out to achieve. You can put yourself in that position and go to work on Monday and enjoy it and enjoy the people. And if you don't like them, cycle them out. Change, the, change uh, their roles in the company. Find new people, whatever it takes. But build a team that has your back and that can do great things, that can do impossible things together. By doing all of that, the byproduct will be financial success. The byproduct will be happiness and joy and, you know, ease. Not that being a fractional CMO is easy because sometimes you solve really complex, hard problems and it takes a lot of thought. It takes your whole brain. But if you're into that kind of work, you can become successful financially. You can have joy in work. You can have boundaries to take care of your health. You can have boundaries to spend time with your family. You can have boundaries to have personal time or do-nothing time or hobby time. All these things are possible. You alone create the rules. And I really think there's no business, there's no role like that of the fractional CMO. We have this incredible opportunity to create incredible outcomes for our clients. Create a ton of value in the market. Not scalp it, but actually generate value. Right? This is like King Midas. We can... we can fundamentally change something from a low level of efficiency to a higher level. That's what an entrepreneur is, right? That's the, the core definition. You can do that as a fractional CMO. So set out with the end in mind of what success is. You can be a millionaire who is divorced and unhealthy, or you can be a successful fractional CMO who has great paying clients, or you have boundaries so you can spend time with your family. So you can take vacations, take date nights, be able to afford the sitter be able to go to the Ritz for a couple nights here and there, like whatever you want to do, you can create these rules. And then all you got to do is just find the right clients to help you live them. And if you can't get those clients now, because you don't have the experience or the authority, well, you know where you're going. And then you got to figure out the next step. If you want help figuring out the next step, how to win your first client as a fractional CMO, how to transform your current clients in your marketing agency to fractional CMO clients, how to, Keep your contracts going as a marketing consultant because you find that your contract ends after 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. Come check out the CMOX Accelerator. We help marketers, in-house marketers, agency owners. We have VPs of marketing uh, from large organizations, people spending lots of money on paid ads, let's say, who bring on a client on the side as a fractional CMO then they kind of see what's possible with an extra $3,000, $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 a month from a single client. And then they say, wow, there's something to this. And then they add on another one and another one. Then they leave their full-time job or they let go of agency clients that are just too much noise for them. It's really cool to watch this happen. People waking up and seeing that they're in complete control of their lives and people waking up and seeing just how powerful they are how much good they can do in the world as a fractional chief marketing officer. If that's interesting, just book in a call with our team. Go to cmox.co forward slash call, cmox.co forward slash call. Book, book a short call with our team. They'll ask you a couple questions, see if it makes sense to talk further. If it does, we'll schedule a second call. Then you can ask any questions you want about what we're up to. Happy to kind of share kind of inside what we got going on and see if we can help you. We've helped a lot of marketers become in-demand fractional CMOs. We're gonna help a whole lot more. If you wanna be one of them, just booking a call. All right, hope you're doing well, take care. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom.